Well, hello friends. Let's get into today's episode, which is a throwback to an episode about how we as humans tend to worry about and care about what other people think of us. This was relevant in 50,000 BC when being accepted by the tribe was something that would prevent us from being banished and killed. But it's really less of a thing in 2021. Even though we know this logically, that old part of our brain or our lizard brain is always on the lookout for everything that might kill us. And it still wants to report to us that other people's thoughts about what we do or don't do could be deadly. Thankfully, we can override this. Find out how in this throwback to episode 148. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a health coach, healthcare provider, and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, a year of personal monthly habit challenges, and recently working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Today's episode is episode 180 of the Improvement Project Podcast, and today I am once again sharing a special replay of an episode that is well-loved and listened to, and which I consider one of the Improvement Project's MVPs, or Most Valuable Podcasts. Maybe you are a listener and you just found the Improvement Project and you haven't had a chance to start at episode one and listen to all 179 episodes. And as a result, you might have missed some of the most valuable episodes. These MVPs or Most Valuable Podcasts are episodes of the Improvement Project that I've been told people listen to over and over and that have brought them the most value in their personal growth journey. So I just want to sprinkle these in from time to time. If you are a newer listener and you've never heard this podcast, this will be an opportunity to find some of the ones that might be able to help you the quickest. If you want to jump into your own personal growth and you're looking for an episode that will inspire you and give you something solid to work on that will bring a result quickly, these episodes will be for you. And if you're a longtime listener, you might enjoy listening to an episode at a different place than where you were the first time you heard it. Because you are dedicated to constantly growing and learning, your brain is different now than it was six months ago. And re-listening to this episode again now may resonate a little bit differently than it did the first time you heard it. You might pick up new things for the first time that your brain didn't latch onto the first time because it was so focused on some other part of the episode, or it just didn't have the capacity for this concept. Today, we are going to go back in time to April of 2021 to a replay of episode 148, where I explore why we are all so concerned with what other people think of us and how we can stop caring about this so much. Okay, are you ready? Let's go. Today's episode is episode 148 of the Improvement Project podcast. And today I want to talk about how you should stop caring so much about what other people think of you. My online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin has this to say about the subject. The more I know what is true for me, the less it matters to me what other people think. And that, my friends, is our jumping off point for today's episode. Last week, I discussed the fact that what we think about most of the time is a habit. I wanted to expand on that a little bit this week and ask you this. Do you spend a lot of time thinking about what other people think of you? Well, it's okay if you do. 
all of us do to some extent, and there's a reason for it. So I want to talk to you today about why we do this. And once we have some awareness about why we worry about other people's opinions, then we can work on worrying about them less. Are you with me? Okay. First of all, worrying about the opinions of others is something that only humans do. And my cat illustrates this point almost every day when he licks his butt and then he looks at me like, what? (laughs) Unlike my cat, we humans share a collective insanity that pervades cultures throughout the world, an irrational and unproductive obsession with what other people think of us. Why, you might ask? Well, I'm curious about this too. And evolution does everything for a reason. So to understand this phenomenon, let's go way back in time to when our ancient ancestors lived in a small tribe and humans were just getting started. Here's how writer Tim Urban describes it in an article entitled Taming the Mammoth, Why You Should Stop Caring What Other People Think. I'll link to this article in the show notes because it is both enlightening and hilarious and it was the inspiration for this episode. All right, here's what he says. Back then, being part of a tribe was critical to survival. A tribe meant food and protection in a time when neither was easy to come by. So for your great, 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 lots more greats grandfather, almost nothing in the world was more important than being accepted by his fellow tribe members, especially those in positions of authority. Fitting in with those around him and pleasing those above him meant he could stay in the tribe. And about the worst nightmare he could imagine would be people in the tribe starting to whisper about how annoying or unproductive or weird he was. Because if enough people disapproved of him, his ranking within the tribe would drop, and if it got really bad, he'd be kicked out altogether and left for dead. He also knew that if he ever embarrassed himself by pursuing a girl in the tribe, and then was rejected, she'd tell the other girls about it. Not only would he have blown his chance with that girl, but he might never have a mate at all now because every girl that would ever be in his life knew about his lamed failed attempt. Being socially accepted was everything. Because of this, humans evolved an over-the-top obsession with what others thought of them a craving for social approval and admiration, and a paralyzing fear of being disliked. Tim Urban calls this obsession a human's social survival mammoth. And I'm just going to refer to it as your lizard brain, that old part of your brain that's still living in the way back, way back. So our bodies and minds are built to live in a tribe in 50,000 BC, which leaves modern humans with a number of unfortunate traits. And one of those is a fixation with tribal style social survival in a world where social survival is no longer a real concept. This hurricane of fear of social disapproval, which is embedded deep in our DNA, plays a factor in most parts of most people's lives. It's what makes you feel weird about going to a restaurant or a movie alone. It's what makes parents care a little too much about where their child goes to college. It's what makes you pass up a career you'd love in favor of a more lucrative career you're lukewarm about. And so many other things, like changing your clothes six times before you leave the house and declaring with a huff that you have nothing to wear. It's also what creates that reward hit of dopamine in your brain every time someone compliments you or likes one of your social media posts. I love, love, love how these words help to explain how irrational and weird we all are when it comes to the opinions of others. The cool part, though, is that we do not live in a world anymore where we might die if we don't fit in to what the rest of the tribe is all about. 
In fact, in 2021, I think that it's fair to say that we are more interested in people that are less like the rest. The ones that are like a bit interesting and intriguing that take risks and show up as their authentic selves. One of the other things that Tim Urban pointed out in this article is that so many people are so stuck in this ancient way of being, so invested in the opinions of the tribe, and so fearful that any wrong move could mean rejection, banishment, and death, that those fears are overriding what he calls your authentic voice. Here's how he describes your authentic voice. Your authentic voice somewhere deep inside of you knows all about you. In contrast to the black and white simplicity of your lizard brain, your authentic voice is complex, sometimes hazy, constantly evolving, and unafraid. Your authentic voice has its own nuanced moral code formed by experience, reflection, and its own personal take on compassion and integrity. It knows how you feel deep down about things like money and family and marriage, and it knows what kinds of people, topics of interest, and types of activities you truly enjoy and which you don't. Your authentic voice knows that it doesn't know how your life will or should play out, but it tends to have a strong hunch about the right step to take next. There are many people, you probably know some, who are so invested in the ancient fear response of their lizard brain and their DNA that it's like they are still living in the tribe thousands of years ago and they are only interested in the opinions and acceptance of people and situations outside of themselves, so much so that they have lost touch completely with their inner voice. Now, all of us fall into this old way of being from time to time. We are all a little bit susceptible to that lizard brain. But here are some ways to work on tuning into your true authentic voice and also taming and reducing the importance of the opinions and acceptance of others. So taming that lizard brain. So number one, tune into your authentic voice and your intuition and get to know yourself better. Now, this sounds simplistic and a bit woohoo, but this is something that I've really been working on a lot lately. So the more that you know who you truly are and what you truly value, the less you look to others to see how to be or what opinions to have. So if this is something that you want to work on, journaling can help you with this, as well as getting quiet. So any kind of mindfulness or meditation activity can be very helpful in starting to listen and hear that inner voice, your authentic inner voice. Just being quiet with yourself is so rare with our social media doom scroll world that if you actually just get quiet and listen, you're going to hear your own inner voice. Okay, number two, check in to see where you are hesitating with your big dreams and goals. Where is your fear? If you are giving advice to yourself right now, which part of your life would you clearly need to change that you are avoiding acting on right now? If you really dig into this question, is this related in some way to how you will be perceived by others? If so, your lizard brain is pretty strong. Number three, notice when you feel really great, when you are accepted by others, when you receive accolades or applause or compliments or likes. Are you a serious pleaser at work or in your relationship? Are you terrified of disappointing your parents? And do you choose making them proud over aiming to gratify yourself? Do you get too excited about being associated with prestigious things or care too much about status? Do you brag more than you should? Now remember that the opinions of others are also their good opinions. And if you are very invested in receiving validation all the time and not paying attention to what you really want, 
That's a clue that you are operating from your old lizard brain who just wants to fit in and please others and that is afraid of being banished from the tribe. Number four, take some solace in the fact that those ancient fears that your lizard brain indulges in are totally irrational. Here's what I mean by that. Your lizard brain might say something like, everyone is talking about me and my life and just think how much everyone will be talking about it if I do this risky or weird thing. Here's the reality. No one really cares that much about what you're doing. People are highly self-absorbed. If you think that thought, it's extremely helpful to realize that most people don't think about other people that much. They're very involved in their own lives and they're absorbed in what they are doing. So um, that's a hard one sometimes, but that, if you can keep coming back to it, can be very helpful. Here's something else your lizard brain might say. If I try really hard, I can please everyone. Now, that might have been possible 50,000 years ago in a tribe of only 30 or 40 people where everyone had the same culture and values. But now, the reality is that there are literally billions of people on planet Earth, and I'm pretty sure that you don't have the time or the energy to please all of them. A bunch of people are going to like you, and a bunch of people aren't going to like you, and that's okay. Your lizard brain might say, I'm a bad person if I disappoint or offend the person or people who love me and have invested so much in me. No, you're not a bad person for being whoever you are, for being whoever your authentic voice is in your own life. This is one of those simple things. If those people, or if that person truly selflessly loves you, they will for sure come around and accept everything once they see that you're happy. If you're happy and they still don't come around, here's what's happening. Their strong feelings about who you should be or what you should do are their lizard brain talking to them. And their main motivation is worrying about how it'll look to other people who know them. They're allowing their lizard brain to override their love for you and they should be adamantly ignored. Or as I like to say, that's a them problem, not a you problem. Another reason to care less about what other people think is that We are on a spinning marble in the center of an infinite universe with a tiny amount of time to live this life that we have before we die. So stop worrying about other people's opinions and what they think of you. Those opinions don't pay your bills or enrich your life in any way. Listen to your inner you and follow your own lead. You got this. I'll finish today's episode with the paragraph that Tim Urban finished up this article this episode was inspired by. And again, go read it. The link is in the show notes. Almost nothing you're socially scared of is actually scary. Absorbing this thought will diminish the fear that you feel, and without fear, the lizard brain loses some power. With a weakened lizard brain, it becomes possible to begin standing up for who you are and even making some bold changes. And when you watch those changes turn out well for you with few negative consequences and no regrets, it reinforces the epiphany and an empowered, authentic voice becomes a habit. Your lizard brain has now lost its ability to pull the strings and it's tamed. Now that lizard brain is still with you. It's always with you and it'll always be with you, but you'll have an easier time ignoring or overruling it when it speaks up or acts out because the authentic voice is the alpha dog. Now you can start to relish the feeling of being viewed as weird or inappropriate or confusing to people and society becomes your playground and blank canvas, not something to grovel before and hope for acceptance from. 
Making this shift isn't easy for anyone, but it's worth obsessing over. Your authentic voice has been given one life, and it's your job to make sure it gets the opportunity to live it. Okay, we are back in December of 2021, and I just want to add one thought to this episode that came up for me recently with my coach and that I passed on to one of my clients. When you spend any time thinking about what other people are thinking, you are likely projecting your own stuff, something in your own brain, onto that person. This was profound for me, and when I passed it on to my client, she had a similar aha moment. I hope this helps you too. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let me know if revisiting this episode about thinking about what other people think was helpful for you. Have you been spending a lot of time worrying about or thinking about what other people think? Which of the tips that I shared in this episode are you going to practice to begin overriding your lizard brain so that you can care less about other people's opinions? Send me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone to let me know. For questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. The best place to find me is on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone. And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. Hey, before you go, I want to share something with you. I started working with a life coach at the beginning of 2021, and the experience has opened me up and changed me and ruined me in all of the best ways. It's one of those aha experiences that you hear about where once you are on the other side, once you know, there is no going back. I have learned so much about my thoughts and how thinking the same ones over and over have led to the results that I have in my life. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my life, but for years, I've had a voice quietly whispering in my ear that there must be more, that it can be even better than this. The work that I've been doing with my coach has allowed me to pay attention to that voice and to change my thoughts to inspire me to take bigger and more consistent action on the way to creating a life that I love even more than the one that I have now. I want this for you too. In August of 2021, I was inspired to start working with clients one-on-one as their life coach to help them get unstuck and start following through on the way to their big dreams and goals. It has been amazing to watch them showing up for themselves more consistently, learning to have tough conversations to improve their relationships at work and at home, waking up to a spark of renewed purpose, and feeling more grateful for every day. I have been helping these amazing humans by teaching them the tools to get results where they were having trouble getting results on their own. And no matter where you are starting, I can help you too. If this sounds like something that you want for yourself, then let's get started. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to schedule a free call with me. Our initial 60 minute conversation will help you to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and the work that we will do together in order to get you everything that you want. Let's get after it.